When things weren't working out for her family of five financially, portrait photographer Amanda Kossel felt like a burden. She was living in a super saturated market filled with photographers and imposter syndrome was holding her back. Maybe you can relate. Today, I'm talking with Amanda about her decision to push herself in a new way and the unbelievable outcome that has her husband saying she became a totally different person in a good way. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. All right. Well, I'm super stoked to be here with Miss Amanda Kossel. And um, I want to hear your story, Amanda. I want everyone to hear your story. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, I'm so glad you're here. So tell me your backstory. Like what was your business story before you converted to boutique? Like where did you start? What was your thought process? Um, well, I worked um, websites for 12 years and um, that came to a close pretty abruptly. And um, I, you know, thought, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna dive into this. And um, not knowing what I was doing, not really having a plan. <laughs> um, wasn't, wasn't probably the best choice at the time until maybe a year later when I found Boutique Breakthrough. Um, I made $300 my first year. What was your life situation? Like, was this a part-time thing or just a side hobby or where did you, where did photography fit in your life? I wanted it to be full-time. Um, it wasn't because I didn't know how to find my clients um, I didn't have the confidence to uh, find them and then charge them. Basically, I gave away a lot of stuff. People would come to me and say, "Okay, well, let's do this," and it's, "Oh man, that's a lot of money." Okay, well, you know what? I'll waive the fee for you, and and um, let's make this work for you, right? So, but then at the end of the year, doing taxes, I'm like, "Man, yeah, I didn't even make enough to yeah. to go through with this." Um, and then year two came through and I'm thinking, man, I'm not even making enough. I'm going to have to find a, a full-time job, go back um, to not being there for my family again. And that was, that was stressful for me. I didn't, I didn't want to go back to that. Yeah. How many kids do you have? I have three kids. Little, are they little? I have two seven-year-olds and a 16-year-old. Okay. So you got both, you're both, both ages, both age yeah. groups. Yeah. yeah. It's a hard decision, right? Why do we have to choose making money over our family, right? Either working all the time for someone else or doing the digital file model working all the time. So you realized that wasn't working. How, how did you feel about your skills? I definitely didn't 
think that I was good enough to, um, or experienced enough to sell my, my work, but I had definitely imposter syndrome. Like, who do I think I am to be here? You know, there's so many other people and in, in where I'm at, there's, it's such a saturated market. I mean, you go on one of the Facebook, you know, pages where someone's like, I'm looking for a photographer. And there's like 150 people that are like, here's my website, you know, reach out to me. I mean, that's, that's huge. 150 is, is what I counted one time. And I thought, who am I to, to be able to fit in there? You know? Yeah. And they're all, the next person's trying to be cheaper than the one before, right? Oh, they're going to do 30 images for hundred. I'll do 40 for 75, you know, and then finally free. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's where I was. I was the person. Okay. Well, I'll do it for free. And you know, were you justifying happy. in your mind? Cause I know I did this. Were you like, okay. And like, how do you decide when you've had enough experience, right? Or you're good enough. Like, when did you think that was going to show up in your life? I, I had no idea really. Um, when, when I thought it was going to happen for me, I just kind of kept chugging along, failing over and over again. Cause I had, I didn't know what to do. I didn't, I didn't know my worth at the time. So then you decided, did you have a moment where you're like, I didn't need to get a job or I need to figure this out? Like, or, or what, what was that? What did that look like? Yeah, I, I definitely kept having that in the back of my head. And my husband was so supportive and so sweet about it, but you know, things weren't working well for, for financially for our family. And I felt like a burden on my family at that point. And that's really when I went to the boutique live oh. and and I got all of that. I started, you know, selling my images for, you know, $25. <laughs> well, that's a yeah, there you go. Yeah. Not and, exactly what we had in mind, but right. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I was like, oh, I can sell my stuff. So I'd sell them and, you know, someone would get like a $35 package, you know, the ones from at school where you would go. And I kind of did the same thing for, for my family packages and whatnot. And that year I made, um, made $500 that year, which, ooh. So still, still wasn't, I was actually job searching, um, when I decided to sign up for boutique breakthrough. Mm. All right. So here you had the opportunity to learn a system and, and like change everything and start making, you heard me talking about Julie's people were making thousand dollar orders and higher. What were you saying in your mind? Like this can't be true or this can't be for me. Or what was that conversation? Like, or like, what if I could do that? Um, you know what it was, I definitely thought, okay, all these other people are doing it. Maybe I could do it too. But then I thought, um, again, going back to the imposter syndrome where it's, it's, um, you know, who do I think I am to be able to do this? You know, that's, you know, a huge thing that was, was in my head, but, um, just worrying about failing at it. You know, if I do sign up for this and then I fail, then I am that much further behind, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be letting my family down. I'm not going to be being a good example for my kids. You know, my kids are going to see me fail. And I most certainly didn't want that. And so that, but then you were like, but I don't have a choice because I either have to get a job or, or do this. So, right. So what did your husband say when you said you wanted to do this? Um, <laughs> kind of funny because he was out of town and um, wasn't, in, he was hunting. So I wasn't able to really talk to him. So it was just kind of like this whole conversation in my head. And when he came back, I'm like, I did something big. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, 
okay. Um, but yeah, and I talked to a friend and she's like, you know, there's just no room for failure. Like you cannot fail. You just have to have that mindset. You know, there's, there's no, no room for failure in this. All right. I love it. So you jumped in, you started learning, you started doing, cause that's my thing. I don't want, I don't have courses anymore that are just like do it home, do it yourself and be on your own. Like it's all being coached and mm-hmm. doing like, what, what was your biggest aha as you're learning this entire system? Was it easy for you or was there a place you got stuck? Um, well, there's always little places to get stuck. Um, thankfully, um, the coaches were able to work, work through all that stuff with me, um, which was great because I, I freeze sometimes, you know, I get through something and I'm just like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? <laughs> how do I do this? So that was great. I kind of went through like, you know how there's different stages of grief. I kind of went through different stages of boutique breakthrough, if that makes any sense. But, you know, I was super excited. And then I'm like, oh, looking at all these other photographers. Oh, they're so good, you know? Um, and then I didn't really trust the process. Well, no, I, I can't imagine how this would work. So I was like a little defiant teenager. Um, <laughs> and I had, it was funny because I'm like, well, no, I really like this. Like I'm doing this and I really like this. And they were like, you, like you came to us, right? Like, this is what you want and trust the process. You, you know, you can do this, just trust it. And once I trusted the process and took action, that's, man, that's just the biggest thing with boutique breakthrough for me was take action. Don't just write your notes. I'm really good at lists. Um, make a list of all the things that I need to do that I want to do, but taking action on those was, was huge for me. Yeah. And we do it in little bites, right? So you almost don't realize how much action you're taking, right? Cause you're taking one little step and then another little step and then another little step, right? Yep. Um, so you got a client and you're, you're getting ready to present and you're thinking what? Oh gosh, am I going to be able to do this? <laughs> um, it was an existing client. And I had already scheduled her. So I told her, I said, look, I, I'm, I'm trying this new model. I will give you the option to go with my old model, which is, you know, you just take your images and run, or you can go with my new model that I'm working on and um, allow me to serve you big. I, I, I want to serve you well. Um, and she ended up going with that. And I was just like, what, really? You sure? Because <laughs> um, nobody else, you know, made any interest in it in it before. But once I had all the tools, yeah, I knew how to show her that it was worth it, and how to explain to her um, how I was going to serve her. Yeah, and she went with that, which was um, super exciting and still a little scary, but more exciting than scary. Yeah. Yeah. So you placed, you got through the order and you placed it and you realized it was over a thousand dollars and you. Yeah. And I just sat there, like, I think my hands were kind of numb because I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening. Um, you know, trust, I keep kept hearing, trust the process, trust the process. And it, and it worked and she left and, um, I was like, oh my gosh, I got my Julie. I can't believe this happened. I was just beside myself excited. And then I got the text and she says, Hey, do you think you could come by tomorrow to my house and just kind of go over some things? And I started panicking, thinking she's going to cancel everything. She went home and realized that I really wasn't worth it to her. And you know what happened is I, I showed up 
and um, she purchased more from me. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my gosh. That is just my happy meter is like flying out of my head. That is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing because you served her and you took care of her. Yeah. Do you remember what that order ended up being? Um, $3,400 after, after tax and everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. And she loved it. And she was, she's probably displaying it in her home and amazing. Yeah. What does your husband say now? Um, he's super excited. He's just like, you're, you're, you're doing this. Like he's my biggest supporter. Um, and obviously from talking, you guys probably understand that confidence has been my biggest issue. Um, and so he was just like, look what you did. Like you did this, you can do this. And that was in, such an incredible feeling that is, for sure. That is amazing. Good thing he went hunting. Yes. <laughs> And he wasn't there to put doubt right at the moment when you're like, you know what? I know this is what I need. I need to just do it. Sometimes you want, like they say, do it and apologize later. There you go. (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you for sharing your story. That is so inspiring. I know so many people with struggle with that whole imposter syndrome. And I know it kept me stuck for years. And it's like, there are other people doing this that maybe aren't even as good. Right. And I wasn't that good, but I know like, that's not what makes you money. Right. It's the confidence in yourself. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here. Good luck, everyone. Thanks, Amanda. Probably one of the most fragile phases of going boutique is that tender spot where you're fired up about the possibilities, but you don't have a ton of income coming in yet because you haven't gotten your first thousand dollar client, the person we call your Julie. Going Boutique really turns your business upside down in a good way with new systems for selling, for marketing, and for pricing. And it really can be heart pounding and nerve wracking. Well, one of the ways I've made the transition easier for photographers is my 60 day online workshop called Boutique Breakthrough where we scrub through your prices, your photography, your brand, and your selling system to make you boutique. We only open this course up a few times a year to a small group of photographers because my team and I literally hold your hand through your transition. A new class is starting soon, so if you're interested in learning more, go to boutiquebreakthrough.com for a free training to see if Boutique Breakthrough is right for you.